Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James with the rejection. Welcome to the Chase Down on Almighty Apollo Radio, part of Dash Radio. I'm Justin Rowan, my co-host Carter Rodriguez, recapping the Cavs, unfortunately, not defending their NBA championship. Uh, They fall to the Golden State Warriors in a hard-fought Game 5 and do not come back from a 3-0 deficit. Carter, I'm sure you're feeling just absolutely fantastic about this. Yeah, I've never, I very rarely have wanted to do a podcast less. Um... (laughs) I'm doing the overreaction thing a little bit, uh, where I just, I, I don't know. I, I think you have to be really disheartened by how well the Caps played in the last three games. Yeah, that's the tough given part that is... it was not close. Uh, well, ultimately, yeah. I, I, I mean, the tough part is that the series was so much closer than the five games would indicate. They had a legitimate chance in in Game Three, and I mean, it's unfortunate. Like, if they win Game Three. Um, it, it's a 2-2 series, and then Game 5 is kind of what you would expect from a hard-fought series. The road team really pushes. Um, Durant just has this out-of-body experience where he, he just hits absolutely every shot, and you say, okay, you know what, we had a hard-fought game, we'll go back home, uh, defend home court, and then try to win it in 7. But when you reduce your margin for error, when you miss all those open shots in those previous games... Um, you, you're kind of at the mercy of Golden State because they're able to go on these runs and ultimately prove to be too much. Yeah, I just think that we all sort of agreed this was going to be their best shot. Yeah. And uh, a margin of victory, or a margin of defeat in like the, the 40s on aggregate is not super inspiring (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like they played really well but like the problem is like i mean it took some miraculous stuff in this game just to lose by nine yeah it's true um and i think that you know i just don't really see the path towards getting there like paul george process yeah paul george just is such a pipe dream that Okay, like I guess it's possible, but mm-hmm. to imagine that there's any chance that to like assume that that's there's a good chance it seems kind of foolhardy. I mean, but that's what I do. I know like, that's that's one hundred percent my brand. Yeah, I'm saying from the Cavs front office perspective, like I, <laughs> I guess have the door open, but don't. You know, like there's there's probably nothing in the other room, like. Kevin Love, have little faith. Ye of little faith. I, like, I spent three years screaming that LeBron was going to come back in 2014, yeah. and I was vindicated. So that means I'm going to be right about everything. Yeah, I mean, the only way the Paul George thing <laughs> happens, right, is just if he's like, "Screw it, I, I'm I'm only going to resign in Cleveland." 
Yeah, that that's basically what would need to happen. He he, bas- he has to pull a Kevin Love essentially, because no team is going like there's teams that can outbid the Cavs, but I don't see Boston giving up Markel Fultz and a bunch of other assets if they don't get a long term guarantee or an extension. Um, Paul George not making the All NBA team and limiting how much the Pacers can offer him certainly helps the situation. Um, so basically, Paul George would have to go. I'm. I want to be traded to Cleveland. That's the only team I'm going to resign with. Um, you'd be banking on the relationship with LeBron and the friendship he has there as being kind of a uh, a factor. And then from there, you, you figure out how what Indy's willing to part or part with George for, which would likely be Kevin Love. It just. I mean, like you would you give up TT and Love? I I don't think I would. I, I wouldn't. Which you, now has you in the. It's like they have no ancillary pieces. Shumpert, Shumpert is probably a negative asset unless the GM that's trading for him is an idiot. <laughs> uh, um, imagine. Gonna, oh, they're not going to trade Tristan. They're I'm not going to trade. Well, Seti might get or Chetty might get thrown in. Yeah, I just don't know if anyone else really cares about Chetty other than us. <laughs> Everyone cares about him. Don't don't crush me. Just because you're in a dark place right now doesn't mean you have to shit on Chetty. Come on, man. I'd rather just sign Chetty. I, I just want that. <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know. It's the, just the like, ultimate pipe. If we're talking ultimate pipe dreams, let's trade Chetty's Love and a, Shump. No, Love and Shump for George and CJ Miles. Bring oh, back CJ. I would. That would. Nothing would make me happier in America <laughs> than CJ Miles back on this team. And you can throw throw in Darren Williams spray on hair as a ah, as a bonus. Darren was Darren was so bad. <laughs> Darren was so bad, Justin. He really was, and I almost I was in such a well. I don't know if I even want to call it in a bad place, but I needed like comic relief th- towards the end of Game Five, and I almost went back to my old tweet, being like, I just don't want to sign Kirk Heinrich and be like in June. Oh, we could have had Darren Williams for the finals, but we got angry in January, <laughs> so we signed Kirk Heinrich. I'm like, would Kirk do more? I think Mario Chalmers on one leg would have done more. <laughs> at, at least, least hit Kirk some balls the open threes. Knee. It's oh man, he was so bad. I thought Corver offensively was disappointing. Yeah, he he kind of came alive a little bit, but yeah, he certainly woke up and his gravity was good. And I thought he defended Clay Thompson well, but like. Certainly not what you hope for for giving up a first round pick. That that game three miss three that LeBron kicked it to him wide open is going to haunt me. Similar yep. to Mo Williams missing that game one shot at the buzzer against Orlando. Yeah, uh, it's. I don't know. I don't know what you do with Corver. I guess you just bring him back. But like, how much money do you have to pay him? Well, I think you go. Hey, look what you didn't do. <laughs> Do you want to win? <laughs> I don't think you should. I don't want you in the negotiation room. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, listen, asshole. <laughs> you're going to take the minimum and you're going to like it. Hey, Mr. Comover, come on. <laughs> come on, old man. <laughs> you idiot. You're so, old. Uh, You've never been in a better situation. Do you want to go to another team and, and have to deal with the Cavs? No. Yeah. I don't know. I you know what I have seen which is nice. I haven't seen a lot of people shitting on LeBron's legacy. Um yeah, 
I I mean, besides like the loud internet trolls, but yeah, but I mean, um, people worth talking about have not done anything. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure there's a, a lot of taco uh, talk show hosts and debate show guys that are um, currently getting an IV uh, to get some fluids back so that they can um, make fun of LeBron today. But other than that, I, I think pre- people are pretty reasonable about it. Like. He's the first player to ever lead both teams in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks for a final series. Wasn't he tied with Tristan last year or something weird like that in rebounds or something Yeah, it was, it was something stupid like that. By the way, patting myself on the back, LeBron James to lead the series in rebounding at 4-1 to one payout. That's a winner for me. You D-Gen. <laughs> and I also I didn't bet it, but I also advocated on our gambling pod with Nate Jacobson that uh, Durant to lead the series in scoring at plus three forty. Uh, no. So that's another hit. So we actually gave if there's any any consolation, we gave some pretty good advice on that pod. <laughs> we hit just about everything. You know the only one we missed, I think, was Kevin Love to hit the first field goal of the finals, and he got the first possession, which is all you could ask for. Yeah, he did get the first. I mean, that was such an obvious one. Like he always yeah. gets the he first quarter look. Plus seven fifty. That's not bad. <laughs> it's great odds. So whatever. Uh, that's all that I care about is that we got some bullshit on our side. Uh, who? This is. I don't know. It just feels like the Cavs don't have a ton of room to add. I don't know if like who are the ring chasers they're gonna look at. I mean, certainly. Vince Carter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but BJ Tucker, maybe? I am concerned that Vince Carter is just going to go sign in Golden State. Would that break you? Oh. Would you be able to handle that as a human being, as a person, as a man? I. Ooh, that would that would hurt. That would hurt me deep down in my plums. Well, you know it's going to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's. That's what the about Zach Randolph? They're going to get so many ch- ring chasers. It's going to They're, be exhausting. Yeah, because that finals felt like a foregone conclusion, in, in a lot of at a lot of points, and players are going to. I think they weren't getting as. I think there were some guys who didn't sign with them ring chasing this summer. Who's like, oh, you know, Cavs are still the top dog. They're now comfortably the top dog by like a mile. So they're going to get some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely going to get like. Nene, Vince. Yeah, Nene is definitely having. What if Zach? I could. My heart could not handle Zach Randolph going there. Oh boy, could you imagine <laughs> how heartbreaking that would be? Oh my god! All <laughs> right, this is already so going sad. to a place that I'm I'm bummed out with. No, let's look at the, let's look at the useless free agents that would somehow be helpful, kind of like Javale McGee was. Like they're definitely going to turn Jeff Green into a serviceable player. Um. <laughs> Who's the worst player that could be useful for them in Powell. free agency? Oh, Powell. Powell will be so frustrating on that team. Powell. Um, Steve Kerr is 100% going to be enamored with Powell. Yeah, this will be the tax for the Spurs adding Chris Paul. <laughs> is that the Warriors will end up with Powell? <laughs> oh, boy. I, God, I hate them. What about Roy Hibbert? Could Roy Hibbert play good minutes for them? <laughs> I don't think so. I think the uh, the whole verticality thing is kind of um, the, the dream that is ship dead. Has 
What about Gerald Green? Gerald Green could be a frustrating warrior pickup. Man, what, why are we doing this? Let's let's focus on what we can get. <laughs> There's nothing we can control, Justin. You, you're, you're, control you're, is an illusion. You're like digging further and further into a grave, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like this is a good direction to keep going. Well, no, that's I'm, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let um, you derail. Okay, the let's talk about David Griffin. Uh, Cavs right. are apparently uh, meeting with him. Uh, oh, was there a report this morning? I missed that. Uh, last night. Uh, they're oh. going to meet with him in the coming days. Uh, they have to re-sign Griffin, right? Like he's the. Like I'd they feel have so no... much better about the future if they had David Griffin locked up. Like they, they have negative five thousand assets right now, and <laughs> there's no one better at working on a deficit than David Griffin. Like True. I think it was I think it was Ziggy that has it a bit like you know David Griffin when he was a kid, like sent the check right before the day before payday, knowing the check wouldn't clear, but knowing they don't you know cash it until the next day <laughs> for rent. Like, like living on the margins. That's that's David Griffin's skill set. So David I, Griffin I, would like trade a ham sandwich with no mustard, no nothing, no condiments in it at all, for like a fruit by the foot and something sweet, like lunchables. He traded for lunchables back in kindergarten. You just know it. Yeah, he it's found the, a way. Yeah, it's the old banana for the snack pack. From Billy mm. Madison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I go for a snack pack right now. See, I was I've I've never done a snack pack, so I don't like pudding that's not cool. That that's so of such low quality. They just put it on the shelf next to the <laughs> cereal. That really bothers me. <laughs> now Jello pudding, that's the that's the good stuff. They keep that chilled, and mm. that's and that's what you want. You want that. It's it's kept right by. But you, you know, can keep that snack pack cooled. Like you, you can. Yeah, keep but what I'm saying is, it's so low quality. The grocery store is like, that's ah, fine. <laughs> I it's, like my it, food to be indestructible. It's like the Parmesan cheese thing, where like the the thing of Parmesan is just sitting on the shelf and not with the other cheeses refrigerating. It's like, oh, that can't be good. <laughs> that, or the that pep- is totally they don't even. Flippings. You know what else they don't refrigerate? That's problematic. Is pepperonis. Come on, oh, it's yeah. meat. Why don't you at least pretend? Wait, no, they they kind of do, or at least no, they're do. no. Like if you go to a Walmart, you can absolutely find pepperonis just hanging from one of those little side racks. That's upsetting. It's very problematic. <laughs> what we eat in in this modern world, but I'm gonna keep eating it. So who cares? <laughs> like I'm not gonna change my behavior. That's what that's the problem with any of the these like documentaries or like Peter or whatever. Like just not I've it's been proven that nothing will ever change my behavior with regards to eating, so I'm not gonna worry about it. Speaking of non refrigerated pepperoni, uh Richard Jefferson. Uh do you think he's coming back next year? <laughs> that was the Thanks best segue me- I've ever done. Thanks for getting me back on track. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think he wants to turn down the money, but also I think he's like, fuck, that sucks. And I really like, want more road tripping. That's yeah, like I don't my only care concern. if he's in the rotation next year. Like, and I'm, and God, why is James Jones not retiring yet? LeBron won't let him. He said he won't let him. Just have him be a coach. 
But that's well, what, that's what the Damon difference? Jones is doing. <sighs> they already have one coach. We Jones. got too much cronyism going on in the Cavs. We can't <laughs> because I want RJ to get the James Jones Memorial roster spot. But we mm. can't have like three guys that are just on the team because we like them. <laughs> well, no, he'll he'll get the we'll shift James Jones into the Dante Jones spot. Okay. So Jones moves to 15th in the rotation. Yes. Jefferson moves to like 13th or something like that. And then mm-hmm. Chetty takes RJ's minutes. Yeah. And then I don't Eddie know. Tavares I thought RJ was really good in the, the series. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. I, th- I thought RJ was good in the series. What do, you, uh, do you agree with that? He was good in four and five. Yeah. Um, he in was... one and two is so hard because so many guys played like crap. Yeah, it's true. Man, poor Kevin Love. Yeah, dude, balled out. Like he, he didn't have a great game five, but he he still he kinda, had he fought hard. He had an objectively terrible game five. <laughs> let's let's not mince words. <laughs> he had six points. Draymond on two Green of eight numbers. shooting. Yeah, he was not good. Um, he had the worst plus minus on the team by a mile, and it showed. Um, you know. But that happens, I guess, when you're Kevin Love. Like, he has games like this every now and again, especially against mm-hmm. the Warriors. And I don't know. I just don't really understand where the trade is, you know? Like, well, I, I guess part of the attraction for Love, I, I'm going to keep pitching this because uh, I'm assuming Larry Bird and whoever took over his GM duties. Kevin Pritchard. Way to stay informed. Yeah, uh, you know what? Why would I care about Indiana? Fair. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> but I, I'm assuming that they're listening. Um, but <laughs> if you trade... It's their Paul oppo jo- research. <laughs> this is very critical research for them. If you trade Paul George for Kevin Love, at least you have someone with term on the deal. He's a nice fit next to Miles Turner, and that would make... You assume that would make them a more attractive location for Gordon Hayward to come to, because... One, that's his hometown team, and he's um, expressed interest in signing there. But if you actually have Kevin Love with term rather than Paul George, who everyone knows is going to leave this summer, that has to make you a more attractive destination. And like that that would legitimately be a good fit. Like If you have Jeff Teague, Lance Stevenson, or CJ Miles, whoever, at shooting guard, Hayward, Love, and Turner, like that is legitimately pretty good. Yeah, but Hayward's not coming there. No, no, he is. I'm sorry. I'm just you're sorry. ruining I my can't. pitch. You're ruining my pitch. I'd love to. I'd love to help your pitch, but like, and, and the only, I don't know. It just seems like it's contingent on about a thousand different things. And then you look at the secondary trades. Um, like, who has the wings that they need? To I mean, wings are in such a hot are such a hot commodity right now. So you need to find a team with like three a you know b b plus wings i guess if you really wanted to trade love you know like an avery bradley jay crowder thing i don't know that doesn't feel very good i wouldn't be super interested no. in that contavious caldwell pope is a name i got i saw floated but he's gonna get paid like the max yeah he's getting the max so like that's not valuable that's just eats up more money to get a worse player uh, it just feels like I I don't know, man. Everyone's saying they're going to trade Love, and I just don't think they are because I don't think that there's anything out there that's worth it. Here's my concern that that that, they, that the other team will say yes to. 
I really want David Griffin back because I think he understands the value of Kevin Love. Like, all the reports have been he's not trading him for spare parts. He's going to move him for a star if it's going to be for anybody. And mm-hmm. I think if you bring in a new GM... That, yeah, the new crony is sending that guy out for yeah, nothing. The, yeah, he, he's sending him out for pieces. And I, I just don't think he can do that. You can't take yeah, a step I mean, back in star power. Like, you need transcendent talent to beat the Warriors. Like, that's kind of the bottom line. You need guys that can do freaking impossible things like LeBron and Kyrie did in this playoffs. Like, you, you need that talent. Yeah. Jay I mean, Crowder ain't cutting it. No, I don't think so either. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see where the, where it comes. I don't see where... <laughs> Who has the wings? Stop it! Uh, and I, I love, I love Wendy, but sometimes he, him going full doom and weird is is it, it weirds me out. Well, I mean, he, it's pretty doomy right now. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> you make the audacious call to the Knicks, Carmelo for love, but you need to send them the eighth pick. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's what he said. What what an absurd. That's just spitballing. Uh, you yeah, know, I don't. I don't want Mello. I don't think you want Mello. You no, know what no, I want? No. If, you know if Mello gets need? bought out, if Mello yeah. gets, because yeah. Frank Isola did bring that up, that Mello's gonna wants to push for a buyout, and he would go to the Cavs for the minimum. That I would yeah. take. Yeah, I mean, that's what the Cavs need is some good old fashioned bullshit. <laughs> and then they need Wade to to opt yeah. out and yeah, also they, take the. They minimum. need Chris Bosh to play in forty one home games. And not travel. <laughs> they they need some bullshit to happen. Which I mean, bullshit happens sometimes, you know. Like the banana boat, like taking the minimum would be the funniest yeah. thing. Yeah, you you literally cannot rule that out. That there's some bullshit that could happen because like LeBron is really capable of like orchestrating that. But and Dan still, Gilbert just leaves sacks of money, like yeah. hidden around the city. And oh, if you happen to run into the the yeah. sack of money on Third and Fourth Street. Yeah, it's Keep like, it. uh, yeah, so I don't know, maybe some BS happens like that, like I think that would, you know, I think that sometimes people act like Mello wouldn't help at all, and that seems kind of silly, like Mello's <laughs> really good at some stuff, he just isn't like a super duper star anymore. Yeah, but yeah, he, I mean, he would still be very good <laughs> yeah, if, if that was the situation. somehow for like the mid-level, but like, I mean, once again, this is all such, so unlikely, it feels a little stupid to talk about it, but. You know, it, most of what we talk about is stupid. That's a very good point. We just talked about refrigerated grocery items for two minutes. <laughs> I don't know. I just think this team is mostly coming back. I think if they can find an idiot to take on Shumpert that thinks he's not terrible, they'll do that. There's no way that Shumpert is on this roster next year. I don't know, man. I feel like he's like that one of those kind of guys who's just like you can't get rid of, like like an annoying friend that's well, like on the fringes of your group. That's like, hey, what are you guys getting into tonight? That's Shumpert. <laughs> Yeah, he is close to Kyrie, but still, he, he's got to be gone. Like, because Darren's gone. They must know, right? They yeah. must know that he is not that he has been a terrible. At- I wonder if the players know because they seem to love Shump and like they seem to really root for him. I'm like, man, like you guys have to know he's killing you right now. Well, if you watch the body language, like when he goes down the court and all of a sudden starts sizing up a defender, like they all kind of drop their head. They're like, okay. There's no way he's passing this out. It's a step back long two from goddamn Amon Shumper. Yep. I but <clears throat> I, I just think if Darren's gone, they're moving Shump for a point guard. Like, they 
apparently had deals in place at the deadline, but decided that they would kind of wait it out, and then Darren fell into their laps, which should have worked. Like, that's the annoying thing. The, the, the Cavs additions this year all made sense. They just didn't play well in the finals. And, like, I mean, to some extent, I do think we underscore how hard it is to play well against the Warriors. Like, sometimes people, like... That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah people, like, I think it, people not, treat it like it's a vacuum, and it's not. Like, it's like, the Warriors played well, and the Cavs didn't play well, so the Warriors won. It's like, no, well, the Warriors had, like, a hand in helping. Like, Darren was completely overwhelmed by that defense more mm-hmm. often than not. And then you're working so hard uh, on against them on defense, so much scrambling, especially with that trapping style they were doing on Curry. That you you're tired. Your legs are like you're losing your legs a little bit, and like you're not in the same rhythm. And you, I don't know. I just think the Warriors did more than people think. I mean, the Cavs only got up twenty four threes in Game Five. Yeah, they made twenty four threes in Game Four. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like they, they're a really good team. That's what that's why they won. Um, and the defensive effort, I think does kind of get overlooked by a lot of people like they're like okay well he so-and-so didn't play well like what the Warriors did to Kyrie in those first two games was ridiculous like the defense that they were throwing at him doubling um they basically kind of let LeBron beat them and then eventually Kyrie started passing out of those traps and anticipating that and Lou made a smart adjustment by having Kyrie attack in isolation more rather than running the pick and roll where they could keep trapping him um, but I, I mean, they, they put a lot of effort into limiting Kyrie. Clay was awesome on Kyrie in this series. I've never seen Clay play such good defense as he did in this series. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Which maybe, you know, that's like another, I mean, kind of, we've talked about how Durant was able to be a better defender because he didn't have to expend as much energy on that end, on the offensive end of the floor. Maybe the same holds for Clay, you know? I mean, he had a, not a good offensive series. I think he mm-hmm. scored like 60 points in five games. Yeah. And it was fine because he just completely shut Kyrie's water off at key moments. And, you know, like Kyrie's going to have his games that are really, really good. But as long as it feel, you know, as long as you're not letting him go Nova, which he mostly did a good job of not doing, mm-hmm. then you're doing your job. Your McCabs like needed Kyrie to go Nova. Like they... I, I kind of tweeted this, and like, to be fair, he was plus four last night in forty-two minutes in a nine-point loss. Yeah, uh, he he played his ass off, and he was he played his ass off, hurt. but like he's clearly playing hurt. Yeah, something he tweaked when he stepped on, uh, I think it was McCall's foot. That I felt like he really messed up his ankle because he was not he moved gingerly the rest of the game. But yeah, I you know I just think, and I said this last night. They can't afford just pretty good Kyrie. 26 points on 9 of 22 shooting, 6 assists, 4 turnovers. Like, that's a good game. It's a good game. Good against everyone else. Good enough. Uh, They can't really win when he's not amazing. No, they they needed Kyrie and LeBron to match the production of Durant, Curry, and Clay, basically. Yep. Which, I mean, they did in Game 4. Yeah. And Curry was awesome again. Uh he his three his threes a lot in garbage time what (laughs) (laughs) he went two and nine from three on on some pretty good looks though yeah uh but like i mean his i think he's 
better at passing out of that trap than people like to pretend. Oh, for sure. It, if Kyrie can get his decision making to Steph levels where it's still it's still score first, but moves the ball well. Um, like I, I think Kyrie even has more potential than Steph defensively. Like I, I think he's more, he's stronger, he's quicker. Um, but like I, I think the Steph model is one that Kyrie should follow. Um, I'd like to see him take more threes. Um, but yeah, I mean it's tough. Like you're right, they need a Nova Kyrie all of these games. Yep. And he basically matched the production of Steph, but he. Which is all you really wanted. At, at the very minimum, he had to match the the production of Steph. But Durant was just out of this world. Remember when we said, when we were previewing the series, and we kind of kind of said something along the lines of, the Cavs are just going to have to ask all their players to play better than they normally do. Yeah, like to just be better than they are. Um, I don't think a lot of players were just better than they are in this series. I thought love for other than. Game five um, exceeded his normal production. I think LeBron was better than he normally is. I think Irving was amazing for two games, and then not so great for three. Thompson did not excel. No, Jr. I thought Jr. I thought uh, especially in games three, games four and five was amazing, and three, three, four, and five really. He was really good in this yep. series. Um. Darren played worse. Schumpert played worse than he normally is. <laughs> Which is Cor- impressive. Corver played worse than he normally is. And your margin of error against this team is so hilariously small that it's just not enough. And that's why it's a 4-1 series. Cavs and nine. <laughs> I would love to tell you that I'm just joking when I make the Chris Bosch jokes. <laughs> but like 5% <laughs> of me is like, we should be exploring this. 99% of me is like, I don't want Chris Bosch dropping dead on the Cavs floor. A hundred... Why? <laughs> Wait, what 1% of you is like, I do want him dropping dead on the Cavs floor? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like part of my decision making, like 99% of that is that. And then the other 1% is like, okay, he should f- just follow a doctor's advice. Like, it's not going to be that extreme, but... Yeah, my point is that if a if, if a reputable ethical doctor thinks he's okay, then I, I'm okay with it. Do, do we trust the healthcare system right now? No, but and I certainly don't trust, like, any doctor Dan Gilbert brings in. <laughs> Dan Gilbert's going to just... Everybody. Dan Let's Gilbert's going to walk heart. in... With Trump's doctor. <laughs> or just wear it, walk in with like a, a pair of sunglasses and a white lab coat and be like, I'm Dr. <laughs> I'm, Pan, Pan Smilbert. And then just then just be like, yeah, you look good. Get out there, sport. But I don't know. Like, I'm the fact Dan that Gilbert. <laughs> I don't know. The fact that the NBA also has to clear him if he returns because of the way that that deal worked out with Miami. Mm-hmm. I think that if he's playing again, it means he's he's okay. <laughs> he's safe. Because it's not just one team that has some unethical doctors. Like, the league also has to sign off, which I think is encouraging uh, if he does ever return. Because it's like, okay, we've had an independent doctor that's not here just to, you know, get paychecks from their team owner. 
that's signing off on this. But I don't know. It's just like I just once again, I just think they need some bullshit to happen because <laughs> the Warriors are going to be probably as good or better next year, uh, assuming they keep Iggy. I really hope he's gone. He's not going to leave, man. <laughs> he's just not. I'm sorry. I know. I will I'm going to be so mad when he signs for the minimum. He's going to, or the like, the minimum, you know, the like taxpayer exception or something like that, like something BS that's not as much as he's worth to their team. But why at, wasn't he washed? He was washed all playoffs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just at his age, these guys don't chase one last contract when they've just won two titles in three years. They like, don't. People, he, shooting, that, he his three point and percentage. Rep- improved by three times in the finals. He was shooting 11% coming in, and he shot 33%. His defense was so good, and they're just so switchy. You know what lineup, and I know it's stupid to parse through individual details of one game after the series is over, but the lineup that was like Steph, Iggy, Durant, Draymond, and West, that was a defensive terror. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Iggy at shooting guard was just bullying the shit out of Kyrie. It was just a really interesting and talented lineup, and that was just really hard to score on. <laughs> and I thought it flipped the game at, at certain points. That's a great the Cavs, story. The Cavs just could not generate consistently good looks against them, which is funny because they shot 53% from the field. But, I mean, a lot of these field goals in, late in the fourth were not super well contested. It and they, I mean, and the Warriors scored 129, so it doesn't matter. You mentioned this before, um, and I think you're right. I, I think from this point on, the, the Cavs are just going to all of their moves are going to be just for the Warriors, yep. like they're going to build their team for that, even if Kevin Love sticks around. And, like, to be clear, as much as I'd love to have Paul George, like, I'm not going to be happy with the Kevin Love trade, like. Um, I'd I'd be thrilled with that trade, but moving him would be a bummer. Um, and yeah, moving as anyone said, we're, on we're that title really team. close. Like the the margins were like the Cavs had a shot in this series. It, they just didn't get the breaks that went their way that needed to go their way. Um, and I can see realistically, like they're going to be an underdog pretty much no matter what. Um, but I could see this series going differently with different role players. Like, I don't think it's impossible to win. Um, I still think coming into the series, we, we had about a 30% chance and, and that feels about right. Like the, the Cavs competed. Um, I think it took them a little too long to figure things out. I don't think Tyron Lue did a particularly great job in the series, but I, I'm not going to be one of those that calls for him to be fired. Um, He's he's a young coach. He made a couple of mistakes. I think the Cavs adjusted well throughout the series. It is what it is. Um, but uh, I think the possibility of winning was there, and um, maybe the role players um, counting on the Warriors to get a little complacent. Um, it, maybe maybe that ends up being enough. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You uh, you mentioned the make moves for only with the Warriors in mind, and we. Uh, we wax poetic about not wanting to lose RJ. Mm-hmm. Does Channing Fry get dealt? I could kind of see it. I mean, we know he can't play against them, and, and I we know he's a to... he, he's a positive asset. He's and he's he is a positive asset at a pretty decent contract still. 
Um, Plus, Eddie Tavares is going to be the next Rudy Gobert. Well, there you go. Um, But I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. I just like, other than Shumpert, who I just, you know, I think I'm just kind of out of patience for. Like Mm -hmm. dealing anyone from that title team is really hard. (laughs) I don't wanna. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I love this team, man. Like it's one of my favorite teams I'll ever watch with personalities that are amazing. Uh, you know, it's like it feels like the Cavs will lose their like spirit a little bit with no like Channing Fry on, on the bench, no RJ on the bench. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it'll it'll be interesting. They have some tough decisions ahead, but the return of Dion Waiters. Oh man, <laughs> they, yeah, they they just they have to figure out something. They have to figure out a way to leverage this to find guys who can stay on the floor without messing up that can hit pressure threes. I mean, it's an uphill battle because they don't have a lot in the war chest, man. But, can I shoehorn uh, some Pat Riley slander for a moment? Forever and always. It's the easiest thing to get me fired up about in America. I absolutely love that people are suggesting, oh, the Miami Heat might be able to sign two max free agents if they can convince them to take a little less money and convince Dion to take less money for more money down the road. Who the hell's trusting Pat Riley to do that? He didn't honor that with Dwayne Wade. Why is he going to honor that with Dion Waiters? With the or, best or Gordon player, Hayward? like the most iconic player in franchise history. <laughs> nope. Uh, Dwayne, you're on your own. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> understand how this guy gets the, gets the equity with players at this point. Because, I mean, I feel like the jig is up. If if Wade gets bought out or if he declines his player op- or if he opts out, I'm 100% convinced he's coming to the Cavs for the minimum. Yep, uh, but he's opting out. So <laughs> when so the draft is when? Um, that's a good question. I don't know, man. It's coming up really. It comes up really fast. It's uh, I, I think in nine it's like days, in a week. June June oh. 22nd. Yeah. So I, we have draft stuff to look forward to. Obviously, the Cavs don't have a pick, but uh, you know they might buy in. Uh, they might do something funky. Um, Keith and Elders obviously, there's Isaiah Thomas by next year. Yeah, and there's going to be trades. So I, th- I think this team is not going to stand pat. So we'll hopefully have a fun summer ahead. And uh, thing, like, not bore you too bad on these. This doesn't even pods. feel like the end because the, it just continues, especially with the Cavs, because the, there there's always so much drama, there's so much activity. Yeah, like it's not over. <laughs> yeah, everyone was uh, on Twitter kind of doing. They're like, oh, like on Fear the Sword, like, oh, it's so great to you know work with these guys this year. I was like, are we done? I don't know. It kind of feels like we just got to sleep. We're just gonna keep going. So <laughs> I I almost had a snarky tweet, but I'm like, oh, everyone's being so genuine. So yeah, everyone's being nice. I might as so, well yeah. not be a dick for once in my life. For once, anyway, we could probably wrap this up right here. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. All right, so to all our listeners, thank you for listening to us. Um, for well i guess we weren't even here for the full season we were only here for like the last two months or so but well we appreciate all the support uh we'll be continuing throughout the summer just obviously less frequently with fewer games um but yeah a lot fewer games (laughs) zero games no 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 we're going to have very very intensive summer league coverage oh got it cool (laughs) but anyways we appreciate it so thank you guys very much um yeah that's um (laughs) 
That's <laughs> all she wrote. We should end it with, um, yeah. 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 